how can I do something today that will fill the self-love bucket, but also isn't detrimental to me? And I think for a lot of us, when we think self-love, it's I'm going to do something today that's going to feel good. Instead of doing something that's aligned and cup-filling, a lot of us are forced to go chase profit over here in a way that's not cup-filling and then use that profit to then fill our own cup with Netflix or ice cream or whatever later. And I think that if you're not aware of that happening, it can really get the best of you. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was number 1,219, the most important thing for you to learn about is yourself. Today, for episode number 1,220, is self-love really what you think it is? I am very excited to be recording, Alan, because I actually feel normal, and I think my brain fog has gone away, which I'm very grateful for. And also, you have a sweet hat. This Taryn got me this for Christmas. She got me a few hats. I need a one. haircut desperately, but obviously I couldn't go because I was sick, but I got to get a haircut either this week or early next week because I'm going to Florida. It's a whole thing. All right. So why are we talking about this? Is self-love really what you think it is? Couple things. Number one, I was perusing the interwebs whilst I was sick and I saw a post that, and I'm sure you get this too, Alan, where you'll see a post and there's a part of you sometimes that says, you know what? I really agree with that. Other times there's a part of me that's like, yeah, that's it, but I don't think that's the whole truth. And then sometimes there's posts I see where it's like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I cannot believe, you know, this is what's posted. But this was a really good post. And the post was something along the lines of, and again, I don't know who posted it. I was in a daze just scrolling through social media, but it said something along the lines of self-love doesn't necessarily mean eating a pint of ice cream and sitting on the couch. It could mean doing what's best for you a month from today. And I was thinking to myself, I think what a good definition of self-love is, is doing what's best for you today, but also what's best for your future. And I understand those two things are very hard to measure. So we can say, and, and Alan can define this, doing what's best for you holistically. So not necessarily saying, you know what, I want to refill my pleasure cup today at the expense of my long-term fulfillment or at my long-term finances. How can I do something today that will fill the self-love bucket, but also isn't detrimental to me? And I think for a lot of us, when we think self-love, it's I'm going to do something today that's going to feel good. And oftentimes, something that is going to help you love yourself at a deeper level might be proverbially, as an example, putting money in the bank for later. So I'm going to do something today that's going to pay off for me in five years. So that's the episode in a nutshell. Well, I want to go a certain way with this. And I, I don't think, I so. think that I want to go a so? certain way with it. <laughs> okay. Perfect. <laughs> How's that? perfect. How's that? I'm like super loud in my microphone right now. Hold on. Hold on. You've hello, been, hello, Jay, hello. you've been Jeff in the, I know the tech for weeks now. I'm trying to figure it out. Kev, I got a lot of stuff going on over here, man. Yeah, I, know, I know. I know. I know. Okay. I'm like too loud though. Hold on. I'm turning me down. I'm turning me down. Okay. Turning me down. 
you know what else it is too? I'm trying to project my voice more because I want to practice effective communication. So that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do on this episode. Okay. Self-love. Here's my take. Yeah, do it. I've said this many times before. One of my favorite quotes of all time. If you had a friend who broke as many promises to you as you have broken to yourself, how much would you value that friendship? AKA, how much would you love that friendship, that friend? And I think that self-love can come from self-discipline. Not always. Not always. I'm going to tell a quick story. Emilia and I, on Saturday, I had a long day on Saturday. I work six days a week. Sundays are no front-facing. So Saturday, I did a Relationship Talks coaching call. RTC is what we're calling them. Relationship Talks coaching. Then I did another coaching call. Then I did book club. Went awesome. Then I did coaching call, team call, team call, coaching call. Long, long, long day. Emilia and I were on the calendar to record a Conscious Couples podcast episode. And it's Saturday night, and I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't have a lot in the tank. Should we do this? It ended up being about attachment styles, and we need to mastermind about it ahead of time, all this stuff. We end up getting done with that. Uh, I think it was like 9.30, which for us on a Saturday night, Saturday night is like the one date night per week that's like, we get to sleep in on Sundays. We don't have to worry about bedtime, any of that stuff. And again, we don't have a bedtime. It's what we choose, but still. Okay, so I ordered us Chinese food and I was so excited. So excited for our night, right? We're going to watch Avengers Endgame. Oh yeah. And we're going to eat Chinese food. It's going to be the best night ever. Me, Tucker, Tariel, and Emilia. Date night. So I'm all excited. And it's like 9.15 and we just got done recording and now we have to go work out. Because God forbid we don't work out every day for the rest of our life, right? Uh, so we're two hundred or no three hundred twenty days in as of Ooh, we're getting yesterday. There. What's up? Getting there, coming getting up there. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so we had this uh, conversation. I was like, "Sweetheart, this night was supposed to be special." X Y Z. She said, "Don't worry, we'll stay up late. No big deal." Um, and she said something along the lines of, "I was like, this R and R is really important to me. I had a long week, one of the most productive weeks of my life last week." But I am burnt out. I told her I'm an empty cup. Like I'm struggling. So we went down to the basement. We have some some gym equipment down there. And we start working out. And she said something along the lines of, well, working out is kind of like R&R. And I was like, babe, for me, like working out is not R&R. That's not cup filling. But, but I do agree with her from the sense of self-love. I really do. When you choose to go do a workout, when it's 930 at night and you want to keep the streak going and... And you want to um, exercise. I do believe after that workout, we felt great. We felt really good about ourselves. We feel really good about each other. We're on a team. We're gym partners. We're exercising every day. I do think there's a component of self-discipline that can bring you a lot of self-respect and a lot of self-love. And I think self-love can be broken down into like self-respect, self-value, self-worth. And I think that the way that you build that authentically over time, I really do think can be through self-discipline, but not always. And that's my point. So if it's 10, 11, 12 at night, sometimes R&R, watching a movie, eating Chinese food might be self-love. True story. Same with me. Okay. Other times it is getting that workout in and keeping that promise to yourself. That can be self-love too. And I think that's the point you're trying to make. Yeah. I think of it like it's interesting. It's almost like when we take a word and throw self in front of it, we get all, and not just humans but me you get all confused it's like well what does others love look like 
Well, it means filling somebody else's cup. It means doing something thoughtful. It means meeting one of their love languages. It means helping them accomplish something in the future, whatever, right? Whatever that means. And I think when we think self-love, it's almost like I need to take care of myself in a moment for a moment. When sometimes that is it. But other times it's almost like, I think going to the gym is self-love. I agree. I think getting a massage is self-love. I think stretching is self-love. I think that's the, yeah, that's really the perspective I want this episode is I want you, if you're out there to question what is self-love, what is the definition of self-love to you? And is there room for flexibility with that? I won't say improvement necessarily, but what could you change about that? Again, I, I refuse to stop watching UFC. I won't do it. You couldn't pay me to do it. For me, I love that part of my week, right? But very much to, uh, I don't think we, I don't have what episode it was last week, but when we talked about the fact that you watching that movie and eating Chinese food was probably more cup filling because you worked very hard during the week on your mission and maybe you were feeling like you didn't give yourself attention. Like that inner part of you, maybe the, you know, young Alan, little Alan, little Alan didn't get any attention or he didn't get his, his needs met. I think that's an important thing too. But I do think for a lot of us, we, it's almost like self-love, at least the way that I was introduced to it. And I initially defined it was almost to the detriment of your long-term success. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the YOLO, you know, self-love, I'm going to order a cake, I'm going to order a pizza, I'm going to whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong. But is there a more aligned way to do it? And how can you define other parts of what you're doing as self-love? I had a breakthrough on you this do episode. It. Do it. When I listen to Kevin talk on the podcast, I often have these breakthroughs. Well, I mean, you know. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, strong, say, or, you know? strong orator, strong <laughs> speaker, strong podcaster, orator. So orator. Uh, we have at the Conscious Couples podcast, the we, my other business with Emilia, we have something called the 25 Conscious Love Languages. I just had a moment where I realized that self-love, quite frankly, could be you fulfilling your own love languages. So, for example, if quality time is your number one love language, which for a lot of people it is, are you spending quality time with yourself doing something that you really enjoy? So, for example, I talk about basketball, how all summer last summer, I just love it. I am obsessed. I mean, when we go to the Next Level Hope Foundation events at the YMCA, I swear I'm more excited than the kids are to play basketball. Like, honestly, when we played knockout, it was so much fun. So I think that that's what I would consider quality time with me, playing basketball. It can be me alone on the court, playing with Emilia or at Next Level Hope Foundation. But the point is, it's very cup-filling. So my breakthrough is, what if love languages with your partner, quality time, acts of service, whatever... What if you have love languages for self? And what if what you're doing for your partner to fulfill their cup or fill their cup, Emilia and I have our top five cup fillers written on the whiteboard. What if you actually need to take responsibility to fulfill your own love languages? And that way you can be an overflowing partner in your relationship. And if you're out there listening to this and you're single, it's definitely your responsibility to fill your own cup because otherwise you're you're not going to be fulfilled. And that's really the analogy, right? A full cup means you're fulfilled. An empty cup means you're not. And that's why at the end of Saturday night, when I was drained after we recorded that last episode, I'd go, been going all day. My voice was hoarse. I was like, sweetheart, this r and is really important to me. And that was me essentially a little cry for help saying, sweetie, 
I just had the hardest week of my life. Like, let's not go to bed early tonight. Like, let, we were up till 1.45 a.m. straight up, just, just having the best night ever in all the regards. And I needed that. And I didn't need it, quote unquote. I really, really wanted it, though. <laughs> and that was me kind of saying, like, I really want to fill my cup. Are you game? And let's sleep in tomorrow for sure. Hey guys, my name is Gabby and I just wanted to share a little bit about my experience of Next Level Live in 2022. Um, I've been to a lot of live events before and there's nothing quite like this group of people in this community that these guys have cultivated. The intimate feeling that you get in the group. Yes, there's a lot of people, but there's not so many people that it's overwhelming. I actually attended this event completely by myself last year, but I also felt right at home when I got into the room. If you've been following these guys on the podcast and you do their monthly meetups and things like that, I have to say there is nothing quite like actually getting in the room and being surrounded by the energy that these guys bring to the table. So if you are on the fence about attending Next Level Live 2023, I highly encourage you to do so. You are going to get so much out of the experience and you are going to be so, so grateful that you did. Do you think that say somebody is because I think you and I are unique examples where we get to do what we love every day. And I'm very grateful for that. And again, there's still days that suck. I will not deny that. But do you think other people like overshoot self-love because they feel so empty? Like they, they feel like it hasn't been poured into at all. And so you kind of do, I don't want to say destructive behaviors, but maybe less than optimal behaviors. I do hundred percent. I think it's a great distinction. I think if you do go to a job, I've had several jobs that I really hated. And I, I'll, I'll share this. I, I painted up in Maine for an entire summer. And while some parts of that job were actually great because we were painting mansions on the ocean in Maine and it was beautiful. But like the job itself kind of sucked. It's actually pretty brutal. And I'm also afraid of heights, so that doesn't help. <laughs> and these mansions are huge. So I remember being on some big ladders. But... I remember in the evenings, I would go off the rails, for lack yeah. of better phrasing. I would drink and smoke and whatever. And I also think part of that is just being a 20-year-old up in Maine, you know, for a summer. But the other piece of it, I think, is when you're doing something that's so unfulfilling all day, you kind of have to swing the pendulum the other way when you get home. And I, I do think that's what's happening to a lot of people, is instead of instead of doing something that's aligned and cup-filling... A lot of us are forced to go chase profit over here in a way that's not cup filling and then use that profit to then fill our own cup with Netflix or ice cream or whatever later. And I think that if you're not aware of that happening, it can really get the best of you. And I think I think we've all done that a lot. I just think I swing the pendulum less than I used to. Yeah, I think back to when I was traveling and doing that job where I spent so much time on the road. I would, and this was fun. I look back and I do look back with fond memories of this. I just think because my life is very different now, but I, my friends would literally be there waiting. They had a key to my place and <laughs> they would literally be waiting. There would be beer and weed ready to go. There'd be a pizza. <laughs> there'd be a pizza waiting for me. It was awesome in, in terms of like thinking yeah. I needed that level of I'm burnt out. I am going to just further burn myself out by just staying what up. What was all the night. game of choice? NBA 2K. NBA 2K. NBA 2K. Pizza. And I ran it. I ran it. And the it. devil's was, lettuce. And the devil's lettuce. And I look <laughs> I look back fondly because it was a good time, but I, I was escaping, really, is what I was doing. I probably convinced myself I'm so far outside of comfort that I need to seek all of this quote unquote self love. You know, and this is the other interesting thing. 
we used to get up, so my friends would stay over, sometimes Friday night and Saturday night, which was awesome, but we would get up Saturday morning and go to the gym, and we'd get up Sunday morning and go to the gym. We always got up and went to the gym because that was part of it too. That's something that we really, really looked forward to. Yeah, definitely. We crushed it. We crushed I it. I remember. I remember. I so, was a part of such exp- escapades a couple times. No drinking, though. You weren't drinking. I've That's never fair. drank with you. Other, maybe mm. one time, I think. I You never... Yeah, yeah. You No, no, no. There wasn't a lot of drinking between you and I. Really? No, I think the only time I might have ever drank with you was... Summerfest. Summerfest. And there was the one other time. The night that we time. swam to the dock yeah, at 3 a.m. And there was a party at your house. Way back pa- in the day? Yeah, there was a party at your... But I don't think you drank. I think it was after your bodybuilding show. Oh, yeah. I drank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I was so maybe so one Sally time. at that point. Oh, maybe sorry. one time between you and I. Very important question for you. Sure. Before we go, mm-hmm. the alarm just went off, so we got to go. But important question for Kev: Do you think that? I guess. What would you say to? And I always ask you this same question: <laughs> What would you say to the Kevin back then about how to swing the pendulum less extreme? Because that's really what it was. It was just one extreme. To the other. Right? I mean... Yeah. And what would you say to that? What advice would you give about self-love to that, Kev? I don't know. I don't know if that the example I gave is a really good one because that was fun and I don't know if I would have changed that. What I will say is there were definitely weekends where I would get home and I would literally spend the entire weekend on the couch watching Netflix, eating pizza or whatever, pizza and ice cream I used to jam on. And I think in my mind it was like I... I've done a lot of hard things. I don't want to do anything else that's hard, even though that probably would have benefited me to do something. It's almost like I'm, I want to turn off completely. And I don't necessarily think that's what I would say. I say, I would say, Kev, I understand you had a long week. You've had a long month. You probably had a long year and you think you need to turn off. But my question for you is, is there something else you could be doing to fill your cup that isn't necessarily sitting on the couch doing nothing? Cause I'm sure there probably is. And can we make sure that thing that you're doing leads you to a career that is less draining? Fair, fair. Right? I think that's another thing that I would just say is if you are in a situation, understandable, where you are at a job or a career that is not cup filling, which to some extent everyone is, by the way, but if it's that extreme example like Kevin when you are doing self-love, maybe self-love could be building toward something that you actually do enjoy. Like when you started podcasting on the weekends, you know, that that's a perfect example, I think, of self-love too on those weekends that you invited me up and we podcasted. We podcasted. The other, so this is the last thing I'll say. I think sometimes this is, this is kind of what I, I was trying to get across in this episode, but it just kind of like came to me now. It's almost like we do the first thing. And when I say we, I mean from my experience as a human being. We do the first thing that we think will feel good when in reality it's kind of like I had a day a couple weeks ago and this was before I was sick. And Taryn and I, I don't think we were spending Saturday together. I think there was like a UFC on and she was going out. She was going to do something. And I finished work at like noon and I was like, I should really go work out. And then there's that, that thought of like, well, if I just sat at home, it'd feel better. Like that would fill my cup. And I ended up going and working out because I knew that was a higher level of self-love. That's what I needed. 
That's what I wanted. That's what my body needed. I needed to feel that that level of like get up and get after it. That's what you needed, but not what you wanted. And I think that that's fair? the yes. Yeah. I think that's kind of the thought is like, well, I should really, you know, I had a long week. It's Friday. I should. I really. I would feel really good after if I went and did yoga, but I'm already watching Netflix. When it's like, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's the right thing for you just because it's what you're doing and it's the easiest. Right. That. Self-love might not, not be the easiest. Yeah. yeah. That's my frame in this episode. Same. You dig it? I dig it. Next Level Nation. As you know, we have been saying this. I'm going to say this until the cows come home. That's a saying I've heard before. I don't really know what it means because I didn't grow up on a farm, but I can imagine what it means. <laughs> we have an event April 1st, 2023, Next Level Live. Alan, myself, you, and 49 other amazing people. I don't want you to think of it as a speech. I don't want you to think of it as a presentation. I want you to think of it as an experience and an experience that you will grow through. You'll be grateful you did, and you're going to meet some people too, which we all want. Link is in the show notes. Tickets are only 97 buckaroos, and there's only 50 people we are taking. What if I could promise you that you would leave this course with more clarity, more confidence, more commitment towards your goals, more consistency in your life, and a better community, or at least how to get around a better community. Hopefully NLU, but if not NLU, someone else, somewhere else rather. That is what our free course is on. It's five videos, five modules. There are worksheets. It's going to make a bigger difference in your life than just listening to a podcast passively, actually sitting there doing the worksheets. It's a course. It's a deeper dive. It's free, completely free. Click the link in the show notes. Check that out. Let us know what you think. And uh, we hope that you enjoy it. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 1,221. One big reason you are procrastinating. Procrastination is -hmm. something we haven't talked about Mm -hmm. in a hot minute. So we're going to talk about that. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. We are grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. And we will talk to you on the next level. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.